Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. I'm Dr. Susan Plank, the founder of the Norwin Wellness Center. And you can check out what I'm doing and what we're all doing there at norwinwellness.com or on my Facebook page. Check it out, Dr. Plank's Norwin Wellness. I've spent, it's hard hard to admit, <laughs> it's hard to believe, folks, I've spent now the past three decades working with people they wanted to feel better. They're tired of being bloated. They're tired of being constipated. They're tired of not having energy. They want to feel their best. They valued their health, but they just weren't getting anywhere, right? They just had the same symptoms that over time were actually getting worse. And a big number of those folks just don't want a medication thrown at it that they never get off of it, Right? So these folks are motivated. You're motivated by one way or another. I, I want to feel better. Hey, maybe I just had a birthday. That happens a lot, you know. Hey, I just turned 45. I just turned 50. Ah, I need some help here, right? I want to feel better. So if you're motivated, right, you, you just want to get a handle on things. You want to get your energy back. I take a holistic approach. I take a functional approach with my clients because, believe it or not, these symptoms of fatigue and bloat and constipation and even weight gain, weight gain is just a symptom. But they're all related. They're all on a process of dis-ease, right? Disease, they're a process of it. And so my goal is always, what can I find out? What can I information can I give someone? And how can I help educate them, get them in the right direction? How can I help them find the root cause of what's causing their symptoms? Because usually... You know, they might be taking two, three, four, heaven forbid, more medications, a medication for every symptom, and the reality of it is it's one thing. It's one imbalance that's giving these different symptoms, and now they're inundated with medication. My goal is always to help somebody reclaim their health, get their energy back, restore their vitality. So if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to call me here. You can always call me at the office, 724-863-5420. And so this week we're going to, I started last week, we're talking about negative emotions. And in my realm, excuse me, in my realm, negative emotions really hold folks back, especially if they've had symptoms for a while, especially if they're 
frustrated because they're not getting direction. They're not getting answers. The right tests aren't getting done by their docs. It's just, they're just sort of stuck. And they're stuck not feeling well. And unfortunately, we are thought, well, physicians are all-knowing. They have all the answers, right? And so if they run a couple of tests and they say, hey, it all looks good, then the problem has to be me, right? Nobody's going to find out the answer to my symptoms. And this starts this sort of negative feedback. Now, not only does it inhibit somebody from reaching out to get other help, and I'll tell you something that if it's my, I'll, I'll admit up front, my voice might start to crack if I tell you this story. I'll get goosebumps. A gentleman, um, he found himself exactly that for decades. Multiple doctors he had seen just wasn't getting anywhere. Didn't want to, wasn't like, oh yeah, medication's going to fix me. Wasn't he? Was just didn't want to dive down that that path, right? And he had heard me on the radio a couple years ago. And it wasn't that long ago that I talked to him. And I said, if you're motivated to feel better, if you, if you will at least make some of the changes, incorporate some of the strategies that I have, I can definitely get you feeling better. But can I ask, why did you never... If you've listened to me for years on the radio, why did you never call before? And he said, and here it goes, you're my last hope. I'd seen other nutritionists. I've seen chiropractors. I've seen MDs. I've seen specialists. And you were my last hope. And if you wouldn't take me on as a client or you didn't think you could help, I didn't think I could live the rest of my life with the symptoms I have. So I was afraid to call, afraid to take the step. He was afraid to call, thinking if I said no. And that thought process, we each and every one of us do it in some way. In some ways, it's incorporated, it's in our health. So he went for years thinking I could help, but he wouldn't let himself make the call in case I said no. Right? Uh, Folks, clients of mine with eating, emotional eating, they're beating themselves up about something. They have this negative thought pattern, and then they're reaching for something. And in some way, this negative thought pattern, it's not necessarily, as when I try to look at objectively, it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily our thought pattern. It's usually we interpret it. We, we get sort of imprinted with this thought pattern from a parent or a caregiver or somebody that took care of us when we were younger. It, it tends to be we, it, we take in other people's problem-solving. And so that negative thought pattern is part of a problem-solving solution, but then it gets short-wired, right? 
And so if somebody's thinking, oh, I can never lose weight, right? I, I just can never lose weight. They're setting themselves up for failure. I've done weight loss, you know, Weight Watchers five times, and I've done Nutrisystem, and no, 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 no. One time I lost 60 pounds, and then I gained it all back plus, right? There's, there's these stories. And so the self-talk, what they're telling themselves, I can't do it. I can't do it. And each time they're having that thought process, it's reinforcing, I can't do it. I'm not strong enough. I, I, can't, I don't have what it takes. Do we know that we're doing this to ourselves? No. And when it gets that voice gets too loud or we want it to shut off, we look for comfort. And where do we look for comfort? If it's emotional eating, right, they're going to look for comfort in eating. Cookies, maybe cakes, maybe bread, maybe a nice big bowl of pasta. I don't know. It's different for everybody. But a majority of us were looking for comfort in the pandemic because we saw the, the rates of we saw the rates of alcohol consumption go through the roof. We just heard as a as a, a story as a lead into this show, gambling, gambling in this economy, and the casinos are setting records. So there's a disconnect. You see what I mean? There's like we, we, we can complain about the price of gas or a price of a loaf of bread, but hey, I'm going to go spend my hard-earned money. I, I want to escape and I want to go with the bells and the whistles and the lights and socialize and I'm just going to be mindless and feed my paycheck into a machine. It's not a very healthy thought process, but that's comforting to them. They enjoy it until they go, oh, boy, where did that money go? Or the emotional eater goes, oh, boy, where did this next five pounds come from? So I want to sort of challenge this, this thought processes and try to break it down, try to slow down our thought process and start to challenge it. So if we have time, and I hope we do by the end of the show, if, if, do it for me now is pull out a blank piece of paper and a, a pen or pencil and have it sitting there, and I'll try to save a couple of minutes that we can, we can dive in and, and do a little exercise. But so I want you to start to challenge your thoughts. You know, maybe you're a skinny mini. Maybe you're not worried about your weight. You're not worried about emotional eating. But are you worried about your finances? Are you worried otherwise about your health? Right? Is there some other thing that is sort of your trigger? Maybe you've been divorced a couple of times or you have a hard time with a relationship. It's, it's, it's in my realm of what I'm talking about for eating, but we can take this and use it in a lot of different ways. So I want you to learn to start to challenge your thought and your thoughts about a situation. Is there another way of looking at it? Right? What actually happened? What were the facts? What were the facts of what happened? And what were my feelings of what happened? Because rarely are those two the same. What are the facts and what were my feelings? 
therefore then we have to we have to delve into what what did it mean to you an event or a thought what does it mean to you because most of our thoughts are triggered by an event i just lost my job i never liked that boss he's a jerk I'm going to stop at the liquor store. Now that's pretty boom, 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 right? But slow down, right? Start to look at patterns. So what does that situation, what does losing your job mean to you? I'm not good enough. I'm a failure. I screwed up. I can't hold down a job. There's all, there's a myriad of things you can be telling yourself. And in reality, none of them might be true. But that self-talk puts you down that path, right, of depression and anxiety and interrupting your sleep. And we're stressing ourselves out. And because then we're looking at chances are you've always sort of had these thought processes, but you're now at a point in life for whatever reason, right? You are where you're supposed to be. Now you can recognize them. So I always want you to remember that, folks. You are where you're meant to be. And so... The stress hormone that I was just saying, and our thought process, that is cortisol. And cortisol is a hormone that's produced in your body and it respond, in response to stress. And what does cortisol do? It helps regulate blood sugar and your metabolism. But guess what it's also known as? The belly fat hormone. So if you're under stress, your cortisol is going to go up you're going to start eating and your metabolism is going to slow down. And this can all be from your own thought process, not necessarily that boss that's a jerk or the person that pulled out in front of you driving or, you know, whatever else it might be. So a lot of us are in our own head all the time. We have to deal with our boss. Well, I don't have to deal with my boss hardly at ever. Well, all the time, actually. But some of you, a little bit. Some of you more remotely now, right? And the more this stress is building out of your own negativity, your own negative thoughts, that is chronic stress. Right? And it's taking a toll on you and how you interact with the world, the choices you make. Whether you have the confidence to go for a new job. In so many different ways. What food you pick to eat, whether you decide to get up off your tush and go for a walk, all has to do with your thoughts. What you're telling yourself. So I want you to ask yourself, if you can slow that thought process down, Are these thoughts helpful? Because we all have negative thoughts from time to time, every single one of us. 
And negative self-talk is one way that we challenge our thoughts. We problem-solve through it. And we develop a plan to move forward. But for some folks, like the gentleman who is feeling better, his wife says he's feeling better, it held him back for years. And making a call and talking to me to see if I could help. He was holding himself back. So negative self-talk like that that's getting in the way, it happens when we feel defeated, when we're anxious and depressed, and we, we have that thought. It makes us feel badly about ourselves, and that gets internalized. For him, it might be something like, you know, I'm never going to feel better, or no one can ever help me. Maybe it's not internalized. Maybe no one can help me. But typically, it's, I'm not good enough. I'll never succeed. And these negative thoughts, this negative self-talk, it's usually based on inaccurate information, inaccurate belief. It causes us to feel badly about ourselves. So when you can slow things down, right? When you can slow your thought press down, thought process down, and start to really listen, then you can start to identify if your negative thoughts and that associated that self-talk, right? That little voice in your head that sometimes won't be quiet. Are they helpful? And trust me, this is not an easy process. It does take time. But most likely, what you're going to find is, no. These thoughts are not helpful. Because they are making you feel badly, and they become the trigger of what you do because of how they make you feel. Reach for the cookie. Reach for another drink. Reach for a cigarette. Stay planted on the couch. So we need to challenge these thoughts. So we can change how we feel about ourselves and how we react to the situations that are happening around us. And a lot of this self-talk, it keeps you sort of stuck and focused in the past. You're reacting to at some point in time, either you learned it or there was some hurt in the past. And whatever just happened, whatever you're telling yourself, you're reacting to that in the past. You're beating yourself up or blaming yourself over something that potentially could have happened decades ago. And these thoughts then cloud your future, so it keeps you stuck looking in the past, and it clouds your future. And you just sort of stuck generally thinking, it's always going to be this way. I'm never going to change. I don't have the strength to change. I'm always going to have this job. I'm always, uh, I can't lose weight. Nobody loves me. 
But there is a little technique. If we can help you start to slow your thoughts and instead focusing on what's happening right now, and we start to look at the logic and we start to look at the feeling, and we don't miss out on that present moment, now it becomes empowering. And now we got it. Now we've got the stepping stones to make different choices. And so something else I want you to think about, and we're going to jump into the exercise, is do you sort of have black and white thinking? And what does that mean? Do you see it either this way or that way? There's no in-between. It's either they're right or I'm right. There's no gray area there. So there is some folks that really it's like all or nothing. It's this way or it's that way. And so when you're starting to have these thoughts and these automatic thoughts, then you you got to, because it can happen so quick, it happens so fast. Again, slowing everything down and being able to challenge your thinking that can end up in a different, can end up going in a different direction. Okay, so grab that piece of paper, and I want you just to put, make it into three columns. So just put two lines down, right? Give yourself some three columns, room to write there. Put A, B, C, A, then B, then C, on top of each column. Under A, you're going to put the event. Under B, you're going to put thinking or interpretation. And under C, you're going to put your feelings. So... I wish we had color here because, right, this would be cool to walk through. But let's say the event, right, the event is you just got fired, just lost your job. And like I said, the interpretation, the thinking is, oh, man, who the heck does that guy think he is to fire me? Do you know I've hated that job? I've put up with that guy for eight years. I don't want to be there. Then the next thought is, well, I didn't want to be there because I never wanted to look for another job. I didn't want to, you know, I don't know. Who's going to hire me? Who's going to give me another job? I don't know. I don't think I'm good enough for another job. Maybe there's a big, it's a big thing now called imposter syndrome. Maybe you see yourself as an imposter living a life that you don't really feel connected to. And that triggers, and and this is happening, right? Boom, boom, boom. The event, your interpretation of it, and now your feelings. Oh, you're fearful, right? You're depressed, you're anxious. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. When am I going to get another job? How am I going to get another job? What about my benefits? Right? And you see it start start to go crazy. So what we need to do, folks, is when we look at the event, and let's use a different one. Let's use, uh, okay, if I have to pick up one more pair of dirty socks, or if nobody else in this household can put a dish in the dishwasher, I'm going to blow a gasket. And then just in walks the hubby, right? Hi, honey, how was your day? And what do you do? Blast them, 
Are you kidding me? You put dishes, da 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 da, right? And it ends up World War Three. And now you're ticked off, and you're angry, and you're so angry, you're crying upstairs as you grab the bag of chips or Oreos, and up you go to, you know, ease your emotions. When your hubby, he's ticked off, he's off he goes. But now the kids come in, and there's just tension everywhere, right? And everything's just feeding off of each other. What we can change, we can't change the A column. We can't change the event. But if we change our interpretation, if we change our thinking, if we change our belief system, if we change what we tell ourselves that event means, it automatically is going to change the C column, which is our feelings. So I just lost my job. And then if I thought, oh, boy, I don't want to have to look for a job. I hung in there for eight years. I knew the whole time I should have looked for a job. But now instead of going down the dark hole, I think, well, this is the opportunity. I never really was happy there. I never really was happy there. They never really paid me what I was worth. And I've wanted to go back to school. I've wanted to take some classes. I wanted to get out of that field. Right? You can, you can change your thought process. And with that last one, then it's like becomes exciting. Wow, maybe I could take a class at night. If I didn't have to work weekends, maybe I could actually be included in, you know, the exercise group that I wanted to do or walking around the lake or, you know, I could start to do something else. So now all of a sudden losing your job, it starts to have opportunity and potential. And so whatever the event is, we have to look at the opportunity and the potential because even if it's the socks or the dirty dishes, chances are... On a different day, you took it. There were dirty socks and there were dirty dishes. But you just kept cleaning them up. And all of a sudden, why was it this day that you blew the gasket? Why was it? And that's the part you have to change. Well, maybe. You know what? Maybe I have been coddling these kids a little bit too much. They are, you know, teenagers now. And my friends have been saying, I've been cleaning up after them a lot. So this is maybe a good thing, because now I'm going to have a talk with the hubby, and he's going to have to get involved here. And Mom's just sort of done in the kitchen, maybe for a couple weeks, maybe a set of time. Uh, I'm just going to be done. And so if the dishes sit there, then they're isn't going to sit there. And if the clothes are just going to lay on the floor and they can't make it to the laundry room, then guess what? You're going to have to wear dirty clothes. So the thought process can change and your feelings can change. And then we end up with a whole different chain of events. So, folks, I hope you found this even remotely helpful. And so next week, we're going to take it a step further, and we're going to look at how we can help this 
with our behaviors and our health even further. So thanks so much for listening. This is Dr. Plank. Please go check out my blog, norwinwellness.com. My blog post is there. My Facebook page, Dr. Plank's Norwin Wellness. God bless you all. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate your time. Take care now. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.